Welcome to Hey Girl. I'm your host, Bill Janice. Join me every week where I sit down with one of my amazing and talented friends who are experts in their field, and we have a little chat. Right. Welcome to this episode of Hey Girl. I am your host, Bill Janice, and today I am joined by a really fabulous, wonderful, brilliant talent. Um, she is a lovely and wonderful person uh, that I've had the uh, privilege of working with in the past. She is a choreographer, a teacher, dancer, and artistic director of Detroit Dance Collective. Please welcome Barbara Sellinger. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> How are you? Good. I'm great. How about you? I'm great. So you are coming to us today from Detroit, Michigan. How is yes, everything back home? Oh, we're, everything's great. Everything's going really well here. Um, the city's really popping. Um, I'm so glad to see it come back the way it has. There's yeah. lots of people out there going going places. So that's really good news. I love that. Well, I mean, I'm I'm from, as you know, um, but I don't know if the audience knows, I'm actually from Detroit, Michigan. Um, and it's been... Oh gosh, it's been like 13 years since I've been back. Uh, I I had the privilege of dancing with your company um, and during its 30th anniversary. And how many? Where are we at now? You told me off the air, but tell everyone. 40. We're going into 43. In, 43 in seasons. Yeah. Wow, that's so impressive. Yeah. You should be. I mean, I'm sure you are. I love. You're like, yeah, it's no big deal. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> It's been a long haul. It really has. But, you know, along that way, it's been fabulous, really. Yeah. We've had well, lots of good times and um, lots of experiences and met lots of people. So it was wonderful. It I love it. wonderful, I should say. Not it, it, Yeah, it's still happening. Yeah, don't, don't yeah. act like it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Well, let's, let's start at the beginning. Why don't you tell, like, just give the audience a little bit of a um, backstory on, on you. And your your okay. career as a, as a as an artist and how we got to creating Detroit Dance Collective. Okay, um, I won't start from way back when, but I did start <laughs> dancing when I was three years old. But um, uh, along the way, I you know I just studied and had a lot of fun in studios. But then I went off to college and I didn't dance actually for quite a long time. Then when I moved to that was on the East Coast. I, I lived uh, in the Boston area. Oh, right so on. Is that where I you're moved, from? I'm from the East Coast, yeah. Okay. From Boston or in the in Well, area? in that area. Got it. Small Got town, it. Milford, right. Um, so when I moved to Detroit, uh, I taught in, <laughs> in the schools. It was fabulous. As we do. But then yeah. it, when I went, wanted to get my master's degree, I found a program at Wayne State University okay. where you could study dance and dance education. And that's where I got my master's degree in. And from there, that's where I met three other women who work. We all work together. We love working together. And that's uh, when we decided, the four of us decided to, to start Detroit Dance Collective. And so that's how it all emerged. <laughs> and Detroit Dance Collective, if you were able to, which I'm sure you, you answer this question all the time, how would you describe the company um, in regards to its style and its its structure um, to somebody uh, who is not familiar? Okay. Um, 
we have always uh, trained and worked in a traditional modern dance style. And the influences for me and former directors as well is the work of Jose Limon. So the humanistic side of us comes out through his work and studying with some of the early pioneers, really. So um, that's where we draw our inspiration and our, our choreography and our training. And it's really pertinent today because I see the principles of Doris Humphrey and Jose Limon filtered into the work that the contemporary artists use today as well in their work. Sure. They don't realize it because they're very young and don't have the, <laughs> the, don't have the experience of, um, uh, that I have had. But, you know, if they come study with me, yes, I'll teach you. <laughs> and you do, girl. I mean, you taught me. Um, I, I mean, I remember... I'll just speak from personal experience, you know, that style of movement. And I, I hadn't, I, when I came to you, I hadn't had an extensive background in modern dance. Um, mm-hmm. I I'd studied other, other forms of dance. So that was very new for me. And I think it was, um, and it was really exciting to get to learn that from you and from the, the people that you brought in from, mm-hmm. from the Lamone company uh, or, mm-hmm. or, or um, associates of the company in, in some way, you know, um, it was really exciting. And so could you give us a little bit of a dance history lesson um, and, <laughs> and explain um, Jose Limon to, to the audience? Well, I mean, the the work of Humphrey Limon is the technical part of it. Okay. I don't even want to call it technical because it's based on fall and recovery. It's based on breath. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we don't breathe, we don't move. We right. die, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, but the work, the breath of the work um, informs the body okay. in every way possible. Uh, mm-hmm. So the idea of gravi- giving into gravity and pulling away from gravity all has to do with breathing. And that's a human trait. But also the work, Jose's work has always been very humanistic about people, mm-hmm. about situations. And for Detroit Dance Collective or now DDC Dances, we, our vision and mission is to create art that matters. Yeah. So yeah. we look around us at the environment, what's going on in the world, um, and, and we react to that. Yeah. In the pieces. It's and the I think the, the recovery. Work's no. important. We also, <laughs> we also incorporate very joyful, crazy pieces as well. Yeah. So, you know, it has two sides to it. But we really feel that um, dance is a powerful means of communication. Yeah. It absolutely. always has been. And it affects people's lives and the viewers. Yeah. And so that, is, that all comes from the tradition. Well, I think you've definitely I, succeeded at that. So, <laughs> um, we hope so. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. Do you mind if I, you know, okay, 43 years, very impressive, uh, impressive uh, portfolio of work. And um, the company itself, you know, is, has, you know, gained so much um, recognition, positive recognition. And I'm just curious, you know, for something that has found success in such longevity, Especially in in the artistic community, where 
I'm not sure if this is the proper way to say it or not, but we all know that the artistic community is is, is underfunded, and um, sometimes uh, you know budget um, is a big uh, downfall for certain organ- organizations. You've mm-hmm. you've been able to be successful over four decades, uh, going in and, and still going, and I'm just wondering, do you have a little secret to the success you want to share with us? Like, what what has been the key? <laughs> I, I wish I had the secret, but I have to, I'll use one word. It's perseverance. Oh, yes, girl. Yeah, that's definitely it. You have to say when it with the word girl like, after it. You have to say perseverance, girl, with a snap. No. Okay, cool. It's all about perseverance, girl. Yes, girl. <laughs> so, truly, um, from the very beginning, we always believed in paying artists, no matter how little or how much over all these years. So we really work towards that. And sure. a lot of times that, you know, we have to give up on some parts of the business of the company in order to do that. Mm-hmm. That is always important. Funding, as you said, is, is always an issue. Um, we are very grateful to have donors that have contributed to DDC for all these years. Mm-hmm. A lot of our patrons have followed us for almost 43 years <laughs> and and very um, they, they've been very dedicated to the company. We've also very grateful to the state of Michigan uh, for funding us for all of these years as well. Um, funding always goes up and down, as you know. It depends on the economy and what's going on. Um, but again, we persevere. We make it happen um, somehow. Sometimes we only have three or four full-time dancers mm-hmm. sometimes we have six or seven or eight mm-hmm. depends so that's how we are able, are able to survive but the important part is the work oh i love hearing that that's so inspiring <laughs> where did you um do you mind if i ask um you know you mentioned you growing up as a dancer and then uh you mentioned uh finding a home at wayne state um and i'm just curious uh where you mentioned the business side in your in your previous answer. Where did um, that training and knowledge for you? Because you're obviously brilliant at what you do, and you you've there is a whole other side to this to this world that a lot of people um, sometimes forget. You know, as an artist, that there is this business side of it in order to be successful. And I'm curious, where did you? Um, I don't know if this is the proper way to ask the question, but where did you learn how to be so <laughs> fabulous? <laughs> At the it, business side. <laughs> experience. Yeah. Just learned experience, girl. Girl, <laughs> was there, was there, <laughs> go ahead, no, go ahead. <laughs> really, learn, learn through experience. Yeah. Really. And I've had, um, Paul, I don't know if you know Paula Kramer or not. Mm-hmm. Not I mean, well, but I know, who that, I know who it is. Yep. Right. But she and I um, co-directed the company for about 22 years. Okay. And together, um, we had different strengths and we were able to, to make the business part of the com- the company uh, work mm-hmm. together, um, uh-huh. so seeking out funding and and communicating with the businesses and other organizations and collaborating with other people, mm-hmm. uh, finding partnerships with uh, other uh, organizations, um, all of that's really important. And I still try to do that. I would like the sole uh, director now for over 20 years yeah it's tough let me tell you that. i'm sure it's, like, it's a one i'm a one man band you're a one, one girl band. One girl show. 
<laughs> oh, I believe but, it. No, I go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> but truly it, 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 it just takes a lot of time and effort and um, support by your family for one mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, would you, would you say that collaborations and partnerships are probably um, some of the most valuable ways to, to um, fund and survive? Well, certainly uh, partnerships are. Mm-hmm. When I talk about collaborations, I usually talk about artistic collaborations. Okay. So that's a little bit different. But um, partnerships with other organizations or community groups is very helpful to not only funding, but to promote the company. Sure. Building audiences mm-hmm. is what needs to happen. The more, you, more audience you build, the better you become in terms of uh, funding. From the time that you started the company uh, till now, uh, obviously the social climate has changed many times. Um, And also just even marketing strategies and advertising and the, the, again, the business side of anything has shifted. And I'm wondering what your take is on now in 2022 in the day of, in the age of social media, how, how is, how is that? Does that affect you positively, or has it been has it been a challenge? A little bit of both. It's a positive. I think it's positive, but it is a challenge. Um, I mean, I I'm pretty much a geek. Let's put it that way. I know a lot about computers. <laughs> I've done a lot of. You know, I just I just am. But I do have a a, a, a social assistant director, a young woman in the company who does a lot of the social media. Oh, nice for us. But there's something to be said about getting on the phone and talking yes, to somebody. Absolutely. That to me works. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a lot of cases, I find that, you know, we can't get them by email. They're not answering us. I send them three emails. I try to text them. What's going on? I, I said, can you try calling them? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you do... Oh, hello. Then you have a conversation of one human voice to another human voice. It's very different. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't, we didn't do, you know, we didn't have social media in, in the early days. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did. We talked on the phone a lot or yeah. had meetings. I know it's more time consuming, but it does work. Mm-hmm. It really does. So the combination of both, I, I have to say. Yeah. It's all positive and good. But you have I think I really feel you have to do both. I agree. Yeah, I yeah. I like that. And I think I think you're I agree with you. You know, there is there's something to be said for that connection when there's a face to face conversation or or mm-hmm. or verbal conversation over the phone and not text or email. Um so yeah, absolutely agree with that. I'm curious, and again, this is this is probably a little bit of an unfair question, um, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Do do you have a favorite uh, memory or piece that you have created for for Detroit Dance Collective over the over the years? Well, I created a piece 32 years ago called Journey's End. Mm-hmm. I said this is going to be my last piece. <laughs> 32 years ago. 32 years ago, girl. <laughs> You're like and, Cher. You're like Cher on your fifth farewell tour. No. <laughs> and, we, and we still we still keep bringing this piece back. This Ooh, piece I love it. has to, the intent of this piece deals with climate change. 
and environment. Extremely and relevant it, right now. It, I know. And it was 32 years ago when I made the dance. So every few years, we do. We may do excerpts. It's like a 30-minute piece. We do yeah. excerpts of the piece or I think two right before the pandemic, mm-hmm. we did our last performance on March 1st, 2020. We yeah. did the whole piece. That's a, that's so a big that commitment <laughs> to do the whole thing. <laughs> We're doing the whole thing. But that piece for me resonates mm-hmm. a lot. What was uh, the creative process like for you when you were doing that? That actually, I performed the entire piece as a solo. Yes, I used girl. to do so. I used to do yes, solo girl. performances. <laughs> so many sections are solos, or they become duets, and then this group, larger group pieces, and there's some really interesting um, transitions of silence in between. And we have a prop that we use, so it it developed with the group. So you've organic. It's it's changed over the years a little bit. Well, some of the mo- the movement hasn't changed too much because mm-hmm. I created the movement as a solo and it was yeah. basically taught. What's changed over the years are the transitions in between I each see. of the sections. There were various sections that were important to those pieces of music, mm-hmm. and so um, yeah. So I'd have to say that piece really resonates for me. I oh I I love that. No no. But you said now also when you've re-presented it you've done it not as a solo you've done it with multiple dancers or oh, yeah okay. sure you also use a lot of um lighting and multimedia and whatnot in your productions can you tell me a little bit about um your decision to incorporate that so often right i i really love creating an environment for the stage mm-hmm. so it usually is in projections and sometimes when we have the right venues, we had multiple screens on stage where there's multiple projections. So I'm really attracted to visual arts, mm-hmm. photography, obviously, um, and poetry. So a lot of the work involves not only the visuals, but also written text. Sometimes the dancers, under my guidance, write the text. So my dancers are really bright. I am Happy to say, I have worked with the most outstanding dancers. I on agree. The planet. No, I'm kidding. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm referring to myself. I'm just joking. <laughs> Let me finish. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was really good. I I couldn't resist. I saw the opportunity for the joke. Sorry. I'll edit that out. Start over. Start over. I'm sorry. No, I am really thrilled and I have been really privileged to work with the best dancers on the planet, including you, Bill. Thank you. <laughs> so. Oh, I, I, you know, um, it's, yeah. Oh. And they, the, our, my dancers, they're really connected to what uh, the intent of the work is. They are fully engaged. They're intelligent. If I ask them to write a story based on an idea that I bring in an intent, they do it. We synthesize it. We write poems. Those poems are read, or the dancers actually re- recite the text during the dance. During mm-hmm. the dance, uh, or we just use it as a kicking off point, point. for yeah. Different, yeah. for different parts of the piece. So those those things. So the visual art, the it's multi multi arts. Really, is what I like to do: incorporating visuals and text. 
music, of course, and movement mm-hmm. all blends together for me. Um, so I and it works, girl. Okay. I mean, don't, if it's not broke, don't fix it. No, <laughs> it's been working. <laughs> I love it. Well, I remember, yeah. I don't know if you recall, and it's okay if you don't, because it was such a quick meeting. But um, before I came to work with you guys, I remember meeting you for the first time in Chicago at Lynx Hall. Um, and I remember that performance um, had quite a lot of projections. And I and I had never, uh, personally, as a younger artist and dancer, I hadn't um, seen anything like that before in a concert dance setting. And I, I was incredibly fascinated and, and intrigued by it. And I, I loved it. What did we do? Well, now it's like, I'm not going to remember the name of the piece because it was like 30 years ago. But well, maybe not. Oh, wait, was it? <gasps> no. We actually, we did Journeys End there. The it might have been that. that. I, that the piece that I've been doing for over 30 years. <laughs> it might have been that. I remember that. doing that piece there. For sure. It would have been, let me think for a second. It would have been like 2003. Yeah, we've only been to Lynx Hall once. Okay. Then, well, then that was the time. <laughs> <laughs> We could have cut through the red tape on that one. If you'd have just told me it was the only time you'd been there. (laughs) I love it. No, well, and then, and then, you know, cut to, uh, you know, what you were mentioning about the process and, you know, uh, again, just speaking from personal experience, I was, I had, I had so much fun. I'll take this opportunity. I wasn't going to do it right now, but I'll say it right now since we're here. I had such a great time dancing with you guys that season and the experiences uh, with you, working with you and learning from you and learning from the other company members at the time. Um, there are memories that I still really, really cherish and they still bring a smile to my face when I think of them. So thank you for that. Um, but on that note, um, Again, from I'll say for myself, that was such a new experience for me. But I wasn't a new dancer, so to speak. But this this process and this style of movement was was very new, and I, I remember just feeling very green and 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 I kind of was like the um uh the not I don't like the odd man out. But even though you guys were all very welcoming, I just felt like I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> but you lo- you seemed to love it. You were like, oh no, that's great. Do that again. I was like, I don't know what I just did. <laughs> But I remember you helped me. You helped me become very a lot more comfortable in improv than I had ever had been up until that mm-hmm. point. So that was something I remember you working really extensively with me on, or at least it felt. And I was very appreciative, and I still am, because that was something that was always like my. I remember at least thinking was my down one of my downfalls is that that was mm-hmm. not something that I wasn't comfortable doing, and a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of your process requires improv, so <laughs> I had to get over it. <laughs> Truly, <laughs> the pro- and and in this day and age, all of my work is built from improvisation. And for me, it's like the dancers contribute so much. Like you contributed so much as well, even though you didn't think you were doing it. <laughs> Thank you. But they contribute so much. But I mold it. You know, you I video it. I said, you know, keep this. We don't need that. And so we're molding and shaping it. And they understand the phrasing. So we build phrases together. Mm-hmm. Then I usually drive my dancers crazy because <laughs> my pieces are like a puzzle. They're puzzle pieces. They No, so they are. This, and I loved it, though. And it's like sometimes it gets so complicated. And just the last one of the last pieces I did and. We're putting all these things together, and I just sat there, and I had to laugh. And I said, how did this get so complicated? And they said to me, you tell us. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you're in the driver's seat, lady. No. <laughs> right. 
but I, I don't know how that happens. It's just that's that, funny though. You know, it's a when your mind's working creatively, it's like put this there mm-hmm. and that there, and it 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 does end up feeling like a puzzle. But sometimes I think it's difficult a, to remember. <laughs> sure. No, of course. Well, I but I think that's actually a really um, accurate and great way to describe. Um, the, your process because I, I remember f- feeling that that it was you we would create um as you said phrases uh or sections and then um at least for me there were times i wasn't really sh- sure I, I was just taking your direction as it was coming but wasn't really sure where that what the end was re- uh the end goal was um but then uh when it came together i was like oh that's what she was doing <laughs> like it, like it all made sense you know what I mean? <laughs> which actually i think is um really impressive as a director and a choreographer but um yeah. i remember that uh, you know as a, a as a dancer i remember just wanting to do whatever you asked me to do but i wasn't really sure why <laughs> you know I mean? well, we know a lot of dancers i don't really reveal that much right i reveal some is that strategic because I need to see where it's going, and I then I explain where we're at. Mm. So I I need to give them the idea. Mm-hmm. This is the intent. Let's try this, that, and the other thing. And then I put things together, and they're not sure why either. <laughs> but in the end, and I, they look at the video, and they go, oh, I didn't realize that was going on with this, and that made sense yeah. together, and et cetera. So... Isn't that the that's fun moment, works. isn't it? Yeah. Like the, when you yeah. see when you see them have that realization, right? Yeah. Where they they connect, they finally connect all the dots. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what was it? Let's talk about. Let's talk about because I I just love it. Um. Uh. Let's talk about the 30th anniversary concert and the piece that you did with uh, Nicole and Corinna and I. <laughs> oh, that trio. You know, I just I looked at that a, maybe a couple of years ago because I wanted to recreate it. Mm-hmm. But you know, we never got around to a pandemic and all that stuff. But that was a cool piece. That was a fun one. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. And, we we uh, laughed a lot in that in those. I rooms. know. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm sorry, I probably shouldn't have brought that up. <laughs> she, I know, because she wanted to work, and the re- and the three of us were laughing with each other. But <laughs> yeah, that that was a good trio. I, I liked it a lot. Where so. uh, where are the girls now? Do you ever talk to them? Um, Corinna lives in Chicago. Oh, nice. She just was out here because we did um, to, to perform in our concert. I, you know, every once in a while, I love to invite some of the alumni. Yeah. And we had a one performance where, all oh, two performances actually, where alumni were invited to perform mm-hmm. or, or take part in an improvisation that I created. Mm-hmm. Those who were not dancing for a lot of years. I brought I brought like twelve people together. Oh wow! <laughs> a lot of them were dancing a bit, but not very much. They weren't performing, but you know what? The minute they hit that stage, they didn't forget yeah. what it was to be a performer. They were so fabulous. Oh, but I love that. Corinna came out to perform, and um, I think Nicole is. Gosh, she moves around so much. I'm not sure where she's living. She was living down south. She's married, has two children. Oh, I love it. Yeah, and good for them. Just, it's beautiful. So tell us about your recent performances. Um, Cause you just finished. Um, you, I think you had a, quite a few performances over the last couple of weeks. Well, we had this season is the first season we've actually been back live after the pandemic. <clears throat> right. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we did studio performances, one in the fall, just to get out there. You know, very small, you know, not high technical kinds of things or anything. Just beautiful. And it was so nice to have people there. Sure. Um, And then we did a family performance, which I love to do, in the community center here in Farmington Hills. And we had lots of people there. We had like 40 people dancing together. Oh, I love that. Grandmas, grandpas, kids. It was so wonderful to see that the inclusion of all those ages and all abilities together. Beautiful. So this, you know, was it two weeks ago, um, was the first time we did an in-theater performance in 27 months. Wow. Yeah. That must have felt great. It felt fabulous yeah. you know, to go in there and have real costumes and lighting and all of that. Yeah. You know, it was great. So that's the reason why uh, we decided to invite alumni to come back to share in the in that moment mm-hmm. of return <laughs> yeah. to the theater. Well, what did what did the pandemic look like for the company? What did you guys? What did you, if any, did you do any any sort we of did, presentations? We did, we did a lot actually. Okay. Um, well, like I said, I think March of 2020 was our last live performance, and boom, everything shut down. I made a film, two films actually. The first film I made was called Telling Room, and it was done all remotely. And it was with uh, any individual. They did not have to be an artist over 50 years old. Okay. So I did what we're doing. I interviewed them and recorded them. And they told their stories, their legacy stories. Mm. So we gathered their legacy stories they wrote. And and I made, um, and they also in- incorporated some of their um, personal photography. So... Then I took those stories. There were six six dancers. I took those stories and I gave them to our dancers, one story for each dancer. And oh, they made fine. their own little solo based yeah. on this. This was like two minutes or something. Yeah. Then I eventually went out and I recorded them outside in the summer. Then I made this like 35-minute piece of putting all of these people together, all of the participants with the dancers and that's what happened the first summer. <laughs> I said, <laughs> I really like this. We have to do this again. But this no, time, I love I think that. We, yeah. I think we could work one-on-one because at that time we had vaccinations. We were able to at least come together in one-on-one masked mm-hmm. in a safe environment. Mm-hmm. So I created five solos. Okay. They're all on YouTube. It's, <laughs> it's called. I'll put a link whole, to them in the the episode so people can watch. I will. The whole piece is called Truth, and so each dancer had a particular um, intent, and those that each they they performed uh, the piece in the Bowl Theater, and we recorded it in a black box. Everything was black. And then I took it and I was able to manipulate it a little bit differently than mm-hmm. a straight on performance. So it was for the camera, really. Um, so that was the second piece that I did. And that was premiered in an art gallery in Detroit. Screening was um, in August of 2021. Okay. 
but we had to keep it small because of, because yeah, yeah it was yeah. still um but the that's pandemic what we did i made two around. films i work with the dancers one-on-one it was a process believe me <laughs> oh I, I do i do do you have a preference uh as far as in regards to creating for live audiences as opposed to as you just mentioned creating for film do you i know they're different processes but do you have a preference or do you like them both for different reasons I do like I do like both of them very much. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the live audience, it's it's just nice to get that feedback from the audience. That instant I gratification. I actually had yeah. one of the dancers uh, perform the piece that she did for the film for a live audience, and that was different for her. Okay, so that was good. So I like both. I really do. Film yeah. has something different about it. I mean, you could play more choreographically. And visually, mm-hmm. you know, and adding other visuals like I do on stage, but different. You know, yeah, I yeah, add I visuals on stage, but adding visuals to your um, your film as well. So yeah, they're similar, but it, sorry, <laughs> the okay. process is different. <laughs> it's okay. So, what do you do? You mind if I ask? Um, as a director. What is it that you look for? Uh, what qualities do you look for in dancers or potential company members when you're when you're looking? I love for them to be really open to ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, for me, having technical skills is a given. You just have to have them. <laughs> I mean, and I'm personally not interested in dancers who can lift their leg up by their ear. You know, to me, that's a trick. And or do multiple turns. I mean, it's fine. They can do it. Beautiful. But that's not what I just how I decide to hire them. But for me, at the in at the uh, audition, I always do an improvisation, Mm -hmm. and that brings out for me their performance skills. For one thing, so high on the list is performance skills. Um, and ability to take direction and just go with the flow and be open. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, if anyone's listening in in the Detroit area, <laughs> and you possess those qualities, <laughs> is the is the presenting season over now? After these uh, the most the recent ones that you just did, or right. do you? Yeah, you have a little bit of a break now. Yeah, that I need it. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely need it. Girl, I hear you. <laughs> but yeah, we we start back at the end of September, usually. Nice. Um, and where where exactly did you mention Farmington Hills? Is that where you guys rehearse now or, or where we where are you guys housed stu- now? We rehearse at a studio, Gravity mm-hmm. Dance Center. Right around the corner from my house. Nice. <laughs> <which> I love. <laughs> no. um, it's convenient for everybody. Okay. And it's a nice and it's a nice space. And the owners are very generous and give us the space. Let's talk about the name. So we started at, you started as Detroit Dance Collective, but you have since changed the name to DDC Dances. Can you tell us about that? Um we just wanted to shorten it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, don't overthink it, girl. It's literally Honestly, <laughs> Honestly people still refer to us as Detroit Dance Collectors. Mm-hmm. Uh, legally and legally, we are. Okay. DDC Dances is called an assumed name. So you have to, <laughs> you have to apply for that and, you know, 
every three years or something. So okay. I could go back to the uh, other name if I wanted to anytime. But yeah. <laughs> You're like, there's no real story there, girl. It's just, it's just a short <laughs> name. <laughs> we didn't want to write out Detroit Dance Collective or type that out. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> but oh, I, I think mo- most people know us as DDC. Yeah, yeah. They oh, do. I love it. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So do you, um, it might be a little too early to tell, but just um, curious, do you have any uh, definite plans about next season uh, that you can share? We do. We have a series of three performances and we do them at the YMCA Bowl, Marlene Bowl Theater in downtown Detroit. So we have one in December and then March at the end of uh, May. Our third week of May, I, for the first time, we're doing a initiating a Detroit dance fest, which we um, try to secure dance um, companies or individual choreographers to apply uh, for performances. So there'd be two days of performances, and that would be like a festival for city yeah oh that's fun those are great yeah. those are great things we coming haven't up. done that we have never done that before i mean yeah. i usually invite other sure. uh, companies or individual artists to come and perform with us but to actually have them apply to come we'll see what we get yeah it'd be kind of fun is there so. anyone that you're hoping uh to have anyone in mind not really she's open she's just, open just open just open <laughs> Not not revealing it right now. She's not, she's being coy today. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so good to see you. Do you have anything that you have not accomplished yet that you really that is still on your list, so to speak? Oh, I don't know. That's a difficult one. Mm-hmm. All I know is because she's done it all. No. <laughs> Personally, Bill, I would really like to step down. Okay. And probably within the next two two years. But you said um, that thirty years ago. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I'm not, I, and I don't mean you know step down and go into hibernation. I know that. I mean still mean. be involved with the sure. company. It's just that I need an assistant. Mm-hmm. I need an associate. I need to have someone teach company class that knows the tradition, as well as a rehearsal director. So we need artists. Mm-hmm to become more involved in different roles than other than dancer. And not, I'm not going to say just a dancer because a dancer is amazing. Uh, no, I, I get what you mean. You know so, what I'm saying. So I do. Yeah, so I do. To, to be um, committed to other roles besides a performer. Sure. So, and under my guidance, I want to guide them, and I still want to choreograph dances. Of course, I, mean, I can't yeah. give that up. <laughs> no, you can't. And you're, yeah, you have to. You have to still contribute to that, <laughs> right? And I, I also get some commissions too from colleges and universities mm-hmm. to do to set pieces on there. Sure. So I, I like that. I like doing that a lot. When you're doing but, those things, when you're out there teaching, do you find yourself even even if you're not consciously aware of it, do you find yourself l- always looking for those dancers and those people to, to fill those roles for you or to potentially come and work with you like when you're teaching class? Well, potentially come and study with the company or mm-hmm. become a company member. 
I'm looking towards members that are already in the company and have been with me like sure. nine or ten years <laughs> sure. to step into those those kinds of roles. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I I, I wouldn't under, really know what that experience must must feel like to actually identify and name a successor, especially with for something that has essentially been you know your life's work. Right. Um, so is that the is that the reason you haven't named someone yet? It says you haven't found the right person. Oh, we we want to make sure we have a job description. I've been working with my board on that. Okay, <clears throat> writing a job description for each of those roles. For each of those roles. Okay. I this year I do have one assi- assistant director who does the social media mm-hmm. and PR. So that's one. Okay. We got one. I, got <laughs> I love one. the way you say it. I love the way you say it. I love it. Well, I was just talking. No, I know we... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I mean, I need uh, other dancers to take on some of the artistic roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just... Uh, we we were brief, We were briefly mentioned him uh, before we went on the air. I, I probably cut this off, but I'm just talking cash, conversationally. Do you know? I When I was talking to Joel, he talked about... Because he recently stepped down... Um, and I say recent, meaning in the last, I think, like two years. Um, right. And uh, he talked a little bit about about that process, and he he mentioned a lot of the same things you did. You know, where it was about picking the right person, and it had to be somebody who not only had worked with him for a number of years personally and by his side, that it was somebody who also understood, as you mentioned, the the movement, the technique, and also the the brand culture, essentially, of the company. You know, exactly. And I get it. Yeah. I mean, you have to. You have to. Yeah. You want to pass the pass the, the the torch as it were to somebody that you're confident will um uh maintain the integrity but also help it grow in the the right direction right exactly so i i don't envy you that decision because that's got to be a hard decision <laughs> but. i know i keep telling my dancers i'm not doing this till the day i die <laughs> Somebody's got to do something. <laughs> You're like somebody has to step up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh! Look, they just look at me. <laughs> well, you're irreplaceable, girl. <laughs> no. I, don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I love it. Listen, tell everybody, tell the listeners um, how they can get involved if they'd like. Uh, um, I'll again, as I mentioned, I'll post any links that you send me to the description of the episode. But if anybody's looking uh, to get involved, audition, donate. Whatever it looks like, how how do they how do they um, connect with you? The best way to connect is go to our website. Everything that you just mentioned is on that website. We have an opening page of what's going on right now, and then we have several other pages where you could go to a donate page and um, check in and f- sign up for our emails, and then you'll get information through your own inboxes. Um, there's just a, there's just quite a bit of information. All the dancers are bios are on there. Fabulous pictures, videos are uh, included. Photography, so it's quite an extensive site. Mm-hmm. So I would say go to www.ddcdances.org. I love it. Oh, so much fun. <laughs> well, listen, I've so enjoyed catching up with you and thank you so much for taking the time um and i'm i'm a fan girl you know what you know i love i'm a fan of your work <laughs> i so showed, I'm, putting I showed you, I'm putting you on our email list <laughs> yeah 
go ahead. I I I thought I was on one already, but I, maybe. Well, maybe, maybe. Actually, actually, to be honest, I think I need. I think I do need to get on whatever one you have now because I think it's been a while since I've gotten one. Maybe right. it was back then that I was. Right. On. right. Um. Or I have a different email address now. I don't know, but yes, I will. Possibly. I will submit. <laughs> I think that's probably what it is. Uh, no, but I again, I uh, just want to you know tell you again how much I just have s- such great memories of dancing with with you and with your company, and um and I just really appreciate you, and I appreciate you taking the time today, and just even the work that you do, even though I'm not really connected or involved to uh, that community in Michigan anymore, um, I still uh. How do I want to say? I still appreciate everything that you do. Thank you. Of course. You still are connected. You <laughs> Thank still you. are connected. I'm well, not going to let you go. Sorry. Don't let me go. <laughs> listen, girl, you know, you should listen. The next time you do an alumni thing and you need like somebody who doesn't really dance anymore, I will be there. <laughs> I, that's kind of like a juxtaposition of requirements. <laughs> somebody who doesn't dance anymore <laughs> for your dance concert. <laughs> Hey, don't give me any ideas. Listen, I am I will I am at your service. I will totally come <laughs> and I, I, I'm still I could still get back in shape if I needed to. <laughs> mm. Oh my gosh. Uh, I love it. Well Barbara, thank you so much. Uh, and um I can't wait to see uh what you do next. Well thank you. I said I was just gonna say I really appreciate you. More than you know. Oh well thank you. All right, girls. Well, if you like what you heard, go ahead and show us some love. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, you can also check us out on social media. We're at everywhere. I mean, we're Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube. Um, check out our website at heygirlpodcast.com. Girl is spelled with a U for episodes, um, musical playlists, branded merchandise, cocktail tutorials. Hey, girl inspired cocktail tutorials. As, as we've said earlier, Barbara and I, it's always cocktail hour. <laughs> Anyway, have a great weekend. Thank you. Of course.